Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Time for a Tuesday edition of Monday Scramble. We are talking brackets, WGC Dell match play coming up. Starting Wednesday at Austin Country Club, I'm Will Gray, joined by Trip Eisenhower and Jay Coffin. Boys, no Northern Iowa, no Stephen F. Austin, but uh, we've, yeah. got, we've got plenty of interesting combinations here, huh? Look, well, speaking of interesting combinations, Will, we, we have ourselves a, prof a trained professional broadcaster yeah. here on the podcast this Every week. Every now and then we learn I, We need to step up our oh, game yeah, because right. this is a little Grey Goose 19th hole That's reunion. That's right, yeah. Trip and I, you know, back in the day doing our thing, and it's we have a trained professional with well, us. Well, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna debate them like we did then, but there's no <laughs> vodka involved, right? So I don't know. It's a, we want hey, to see how the show goes. Okay, okay. Yeah. all right, that's yeah, a good idea. Uh, all right, before we get started, before we get to the vodka, uh, let's take a look at what we've got in store this week in terms of format. We've got the WGC Dell match play. Sixty-four guys broken up into sixteen groups of four. Everyone's going to play three round-robin matches. One point for the winner. If you draw after 18 holes, you get a half point. That's a change from last year. So then we're going to end up with 16 guys in the knockout round of 16, just like in the World Cup, which Jay hates because it's soccer. Football, uh, it's football. It's kickball. Fun. Anyway, <laughs> so then we're going to go single elimination all the way through two rounds of single elimination on Saturday, two on Sunday, and at the end of the day, we're going to have a champion crown at could you, Austin. Could you please repeat that? You want me to? No, <laughs> just because the World Cup part? No. <laughs> just win your matches. That's all you have to do. Right? That's right. Just yeah. beat the guy in front just of you. Just beat the guy. You stand on the first tee. Then show up the next day and, yep. and beat the next guy. But uh, it's an interesting format, a little different than we had yeah. two years ago. But Trip, what are your thoughts in terms well, of the changes? I, I love it. Uh, first of all, I, I think, um, you know, the one-and-done aspect, of course, from a TV uh, sponsor aspect, if, if Tiger Woods or Jordan Spieth or Jason Day that is knocked out the first round, which can happen in match play. I mean, that's, the vagaries of match play, that can happen at any time. Um, you can have an off day and you're going home. That's not the case. So it does make the hill a little tougher to climb for the guys that are 60 to 61. But let's face it, there are no slouches in this field. I mean, if you're right. ranked uh, in the top 64 or 5 in the world, you can play golf at a high level and you can take down anybody. So it's hard to really compare this to the NCAA in that you have these overwhelming yeah. un underdogs. You don't have that in this. And we saw it last year where even though you think it favors the top players, giving them three bites at the apple, there were still multiple guys from that C and D slot that end up winning their group. Right, but it is still much more fair. Wednesday may not be as exciting as it used to be, but Friday is probably more exciting. Exactly. Unless and you're playing and you're more, out of Well, and it shouldn't happen too much, <laughs> right. but and it is more fair. Even if you're a top guy, one of the top ten guys, and you don't advance, that's sort of on you. You've had three days yep. to position yourself. So it is more fair, even though Wednesday may not be as 
fun as it used to be. But it also could be up to the ping pong balls. Remember, now, I love yep. the aspect of this. These guys, the top mm -hmm. guys all know that they're the top 16 seeds, but they don't know who they're going to play, mm -hmm. and those ping pong balls pop up, and you can get an extremely tough bracket. We'll get into the brackets, but uh, there are a few that I think the ping pong balls kind of maybe slapped around a few of the top players a little bit. If you recall, last year, Jordan Spieth, not yet world number one at that point, he not, played... Not yet Jordan Spieth either, really. Well, yeah. he had won the Masters, but anyway. Uh, he played lights out. He played really yeah. well for three days and got the boot. Mm -hmm. So Lee Westwood in that group. So it, it goes to show that even for the top guys, good play might not even be good enough. But let's take a look at who Jordan Spieth has this time around. And wouldn't you know it? Look, talk about those <laughs> ping pong balls. Yeah. I heard a rumor that uh, he and Justin Thomas know each other. Uh, yeah. A little bit. Just and a bit. Legend a has bit. it that they're buddies. Anonymous sources, pretty much. Uh, so. So Jordan and JT are going to be dueling on Friday in a match that I'm sure everyone will get tired of talking about before we get to it. But the road for Spieth is paved with Ryder Cup foes. You've got Victor D. You've got Jamie Donaldson. Those are two tough outs to start things out. Absolutely. And, and Justin Thomas. I mean, uh, this is a I, of, of the groups. There's one other one that I think's uh, a little bit more difficult uh, that could go against one of the top players. But I definitely think that this one right here, uh, Jordan Spieth's got his work cut out yeah. for him. Let's face it, he's not playing quite the level of golf he was last year. But it's so tough to keep that level going. I mean, we're used to seeing Tiger Woods do it. Uh, Jordan Spieth, just a little off, but one thing we know about Jordan Spieth is he can flip the switch and get it going in the right direction. Again. Yeah, and these, you know, it, there may be others that are tougher, but this is absolutely one of the most interesting for right. all the reasons you said. Him and, and, and Justin Thomas may be playing for, you know, could be playing for a chance to advance, but those other guys are not just Ryder Cuppers, man. They were Ryder Cup studs yeah. in their, in their yeah. one, one appearance. I mean, Jimmy Thomas. And Donaldson, do we still remember kidding? what he did to, with, to with Jason Day? It, it's, it's, it's incredible. So, you know, they may not be names that household names in the states but i promise you those two dudes are going to show up and want to take it to jordan speed yeah they they're just like all the european guys i assume they've got a countdown to hazeltine it's clock right in their yeah. living room yeah. when they get home and yeah when they, exactly when they, no over, when they roll over and look yeah, at their phone right. and turn the 138 exactly. here we go exactly. let's, let's get out of bed all right uh moving down the list uh we've got dustin johnson headlining group eight mm -hmm. he's got jimmy walker kiradesh who played pretty well at bay hill uh for the second straight year this past week, and Robert Streb, who was a, a hot player last summer, has kind of cooled off this season, but uh, he's certainly not going to miss too many fairways or a lot of greens. So what are your thoughts, Trip, on DJ's group here? Well, this is a tough group. Uh, you know, I, the one thing that, that we know about this golf course is it's not a, a long golf course. It's got a lot of water on it, um, but some of the longer hitters can take some chances. Now, does that help like a Jimmy Walker or a DJ? Maybe so, but um, Kierdeck F. Barnrat, I... I, I Look, this guy is a great, solid player coming off of a really hot final round at Bay Hill. Um, this is a tough group to get out of, but I, I'm going to go towards Jimmy Walker out of this group for one reason. I think he's the best putter in this group, and I think putting wins match play, putting wins uh, Ryder Cups, putting does it, and Jimmy Walker's the best putter in the group, So, and he's playing in Texas. So. It always helps. Not yeah. too far from Bernie over to Austin. Exactly. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. He's, when I saw that, I, I looked right at him. I go, I think he, just, his, just his demeanor, too, just a lot more calm, cool, collected, the putter. He's the guy that I think he beats. He beats uh, DJ in that one. Yep. I, I really do. I mean, you're you're right. DJ, he can hit it anywhere, but he may not need to. The guy who can get the ball in the hole, yep. 
I'm good with that. I'm trying to talk myself into a Kiradesh upset pick. Ooh, the, 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 I like it. I like the it. only thing that concerns me is the travel. So he went Doral, then he flew back to Thailand to yeah. play in, the, in his homeland. Then he went to Bay Hill. Now he's going to Austin. So that's four in a row with a lot of miles in between. That could add up when you get to Thursday and Friday matches. But he played some really good golf shots, 65 Sunday at Bay Hill. Uh, I would not surprise so you me. Were, not you were trying to talk yourself into it. I still have some time. Did you just talk yourself into it? I'm in the, I'm in the process you... of it. No, I said that's my <laughs> issue is that <laughs> I'm worried you... about the travel. Yeah. But uh, looking at I don't have a lot of faith in, in DJ up top. And I, so I, that I think that, that uh, Kiradesh could, could pull it out. But uh, all right, so let's move on real quick to a group that I think this is my favorite group. Patrick Reed. Yep. Yes. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. That's the one. Yep. So we've got Patrick Reed. We've got Phil. Matt Fitzpatrick, former U.S. Amateur champ and the reigning Rookie of the Year on the PGA Tour, Daniel Berger. Any one of those four guys can win that. Uh, th uh, this is a coin. Uh, can you coin flip with four guys? But uh, this, one, uh, this one is really, I think, I would not be surprised to see any of those names come out of it. Patrick Reed, of course, we know the match play acumen that he has. Uh, played great in the Ryder Cup, even though they lost. He, uh, he's taken down some monsters in the game in college in the NCAA. So, um uh, Phil Mickelson playing some fantastic golf right yeah. now. He doesn't play this tournament. He's back yeah. playing this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. I mean, he doesn't have a, a, a good record in this because he hadn't played it. Yeah. So, um, and again, Matthew Fitzpatrick, I love his golf swing. I was watching him hit balls uh, down at the Honda Classic, and it was just beautiful. I, I love this, his golf swing and his demeanor. And Daniel Berger, speaking of the Honda Classic, the yeah. place where yeah. he lost in a playoff. Yeah, that, that group right there, I mean, it's basically the past, present, and future of yep. golf, is it, is it not? Mm -hmm. I mean, not only the past, present, but there are, there, are, there are representatives of each one of those groups in that one. Phil, maybe maybe yeah. all three of them. That's, that's right? true. But Fitzpatrick is going to end up being a Ryder Cup star at, yep. at some point. Yep. He's going to be the guy that's going to drop bombs all over America. Mm -hmm. all, all over, all over. He's going to drop long putts all over the, the Americans, all over the place. Berger, we haven't seen his best yet, but we've seen some pretty good golf from him. And Patrick Reed, once he gets that, he gets in that zone. Who knows? And then Phil, you're right. We haven't seen him play in this, but now we're seeing him play in it in a time when he's playing well. Exactly. Heading into the Masters. So we talked about trying to find the group of death. This is the group of confidence. There is no, no shortage lab. of confidence. No yeah. uh, everyone yeah. is going to step up to the first yeah. tee thinking, I'm about to drill you five yeah. and four. Yeah. That's exactly right. And yeah. it's it's yeah. going to be absolutely every every match in that, in that pod is must-watch. Mm -hmm. So, All right, let's flip over to the other side of the bracket. Uh, Jason Day, fresh off a wire-to-wire -wire victory at Bay Hill. He draws Paul Casey, an interesting uh, two-seed there. Yeah. Thonchai, J.D., and then G-Mac. He's got to open with G-Mac, who uh, has played a few Ryder Cup and match play matches in his day. But, uh, Jay, what are your thoughts overall? First of all, on, on Jason Day's group, and then also um, his performance at Bay Hill. Well, I, I mean, first of all, this group, I could be talked in. You talk about being talked I could be talked into anybody except for maybe J.D. and that and that thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could, uh, any of those other three. I mean, G-Mac, would that surprise you? Paul no. Casey's been playing really good golf. Jason Day, winning takes a lot out of you. I'm not saying that he can't turn around and show back, show up and, and do it again, but winning does take a lot out of you. Just all the commitments, all the obligations. He's going to be asking, be asked tons of questions this week about that, looking forward to the Masters. So I'm not saying he's not ready to play. I mean, obviously he could show up and do it, but I, if, you, if you told me, you've made me pick one, I think I'd probably go with Paul Casey there. I just kind of like where his head's at. Um, he seems to be a little more steady. I like that. And then coming off, Jay, uh, off Jason Day at the at, uh, at Bay Hill, I mean, 
I think it's good to know, Will, that these guys are listening to the podcast, right? Because exactly one week ago, we were sitting here, and the question was, who do we need to see something from heading into the Masters? And the answers were Jason Day and Henrik Stenson. There you go. Now, Stenson kind of backed up there at the end. He had a chance to win. But but these guys are clearly listening to our advice. We said that we needed to see something from these guys, and they put up the goods based on what we said. So I, I feel pretty good about it's that. It's good. Good for, good for listenership, at least. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Tripp, what are your thoughts here on, on Jason Day's group? Well, I, to quote Jason Day in his uh, after the win, uh, he said, I'm buggered, yeah. which is Australian for tired. Yeah. So uh, that is the issue. And we'll see. Um, when you're standing on the tee with Jason Day, you just know no matter what he's doing, he's going to shoot under par. He's going to make some birdies. You know you're going to have to bring uh, – you're going to have to play kind of mistake-free golf. Now, of the people that can do that in that group, you got Graham McDowell, who has been hit or miss. Okay, when he's on, he's, he's really solid, but a straight driver of the golf ball, the length of the golf course is not going to hurt him there. And Paul Casey, one of the best iron players in the game. Um, so those kind of things, I still like Jason Day just because, I, I mean, this guy, when, when you watch him drive the golf ball, he maximizes everything. He maximizes the launch. He's got one of the highest apexes on the PGA Tour. He maximizes carry distance. He maximizes or minimizes spin. It's just maxed out through the bag. And that, as a player, it's so much fun to watch that. The, the one issue for me is sometimes that maxing out uh, of everything can hurt the mid-iron game. And in anywhere that he's weak is mid-irons. He's going to have a lot of those this week. So that being said, I still don't think that's enough to uh, handicap him out of marching to Saturday. That's professional that's analysis that's right there. Hashtag I mean, that's, analysis, yeah. That's something that you and I just are we're just not capable of doing. Swinging right in there. the wind here. <laughs> uh, real quick, Trip, is, is Jason your master's favorite right now coming off that win at Bay Hill? No. Okay. No. Um, I, I, look, I, I think he winning two majors in a row, okay, basically is what he would be doing, going for the day slam, if you will. Uh, the I I think that uh, he's going to be part of the mix Sunday. I, I don't think there's a question of that. I actually, believe it or not, like Rory, and I know people are scratching Ooh. their head. I know they're we scratching were, their head what on a that. Pen in that one. I know. <laughs> no, I, I still like it for a couple of reasons because I, I, I see the holes in his game getting better. And, and he's filling the holes each time he plays. He's not, um, you know, playing as consistently well through the bag. But the little bits of the elements, I like the left-hand low putting. Um, I, I think Rory is going to sync up his golf swing. It was not in sync this week at Bay Hill. The club was behind him. He was late. Those kind of things are going to get fixed. And when they do, A game, Rory McIlroy is unbeatable. All right. I'll we let will, you take the yeah, we will, I'll put a pin in this. We're going to talk Rory okay. in a little bit. We'll come back to that. Right. Needless to say, there's a little dissent on the other side of the table. Here. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but just to finish the discussion on Jason Day, I'm going back to what you said. He looked tired in the, in the press room Saturday and Sunday at Bay Hill. He said as much on Sunday, leading the entire tournament, going to wire to wire, took a toll out of him. So I would not be surprised if he takes a step back this week, still wouldn't be over overly concerned about it as it relates to his master's chances but i do like paul casey in this yeah, group I, something I, else I to keep an that. eye on he's out of the Ryder cup mix and yeah. he very much wants to make the british olympic team he's behind justin rose he's behind danny willett so he's probably got to move into the top 15 by the by the cutoff and he's i think he sees this as a chance to pick up a lot of points in a hurry mm -hmm. in order to make real Interesting. Uh, all right, let's move on real quick. Speaking of Danny Willett, he is the headliner in Group 10 that also includes uh, a long bomber in Brooks Kepka, a not-so-long bomber in Billy Horschel, and then Jakob Van Ziel, who just continues to 
just blow my mind that he couldn't get to Miami to get some free world ranking points, and it's probably going to cost him a shot at the Masters. Yeah, he said he said yeah. he said there were some visa it's issues. He couldn't get it figured out, but you've got to have a guy. You've got to have a visa guy that is going to get those things taken care of, and he didn't have that opportunity. He probably would have beaten Stephen Bowditch's million over par and gotten some some world ranking points, but he, he wouldn't have finished last. He wouldn't have finished he wouldn't last. Have. Bowditch so, had that locked up. Uh, so he would not have finished last. I think I could have beat Stephen. Abs that absolutely, yeah. You could. yeah. So we saw Billy Horschel play really well at this event at TPC Harding Park last mm -hmm. year. Nearly took out Spieth, but uh, any thoughts on Willett's group, Jeff? I just I, I I like Willett there. I like Willett to do a, to potentially do a little bit of a little bit of damage. I think he gets out of there and wins a match or two. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me to see him in the final four and just have Americans be able to see a lot more about it. Again, another guy that's going to drop putts all over. I love his game. He I love Danny Willett's so game. Uh, he finished third last year. Um, uh, of course, lost to Gary Woodland, but you know, played well uh, in Gerald. I mean, he's. I know this guy. Together. This guy is solid, and he's yeah. solid through the bag. Uh, you mentioned the putting. Fantastic putter. Um, I, I, Danny Willett, to me, I think is is going to walk out of this group, and he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. I would not be a bit surprised to see him in that final four at all. Uh, the other thing about Danny Willett is he's very motivated. He wants to be number one in the world, and people laugh at that when you've got the. But look, this guy's got. You know, people laughed at Jason Day when he said it when Tiger Woods was way ahead. Well, you know what? Jason Day uh, was number one in the world. So, and he's actually close to getting yeah. back there again if he if he wins this week. He, uh, I, can, yeah. Mathematically, he can get there, you, right? Depending on what speed yeah. does. Yep. So, um, but Danny Willett, to me, pay attention to that name. You, Americans may not know his name, but he's been making a lot of noise outside of America for a couple of years now. They'll know it by October second because he's, he's going to drill the U.S. Without and the Russia. I agree. Without yeah, question. yeah. So. Just get ready. Uh, all right, so I, I got to get to Rory. This all is right. this is too good. Okay. So <laughs> let's let's just look at look at Rory's group real quick here. Uh, he's got Kevin Na, Smiley Kaufman, and Thorbjorn Olsson, the Thunder Bear, making the cut. Uh, just over the top, Jay, is any, anyone going to touch Rory in this group? No one in that group scares me. If it's if it's not him, maybe Kevin Na, because Kevin Na, you know, is, he just quietly plays decent, right? I mean, yeah. he has nothing spectacular, nothing terrible. He's just sort of the ultimate grinder and the plotter. I mean, we, you know, he is. So if Rory doesn't play well... And has is more Bay Hill than he is, you know, than he is has been Rory in the past. Kevin Knott absolutely could take advantage of that. Yeah, well, yeah, and I agree. And, and again, I, I say there are holes in McElroy's game, and and right now we'll see if he fixes them this week. I, I I think he does because he's aware of the issue with his golf swing. To me, it was unusual at Bay Hill to see the club that far out of sync with his swing. He normally is not there. I mean, that's not the issue. It's normally the issue of getting the ball up and down, inconsistent putting. He said as much. He uh, I, I like the self-recognition. Hey, I'm not that consistent a putter. I know that. But when I'm on, I'm pretty damn good. Yeah. So... Um, uh, the left-hand low is going to help him be more consistent because he's a left-hand dominant putter, and it, that putting the left-hand low does that. He also has a tendency to hit up on his putts, and lowering the left shoulder, having this low, is going to help him keep that uh, more in the zone longer, which will help keep his putts online, in particular the putts from five to eight feet. That's not where he's very good. And um, the big question for me, does the driver sync up with his body turn? If it does this week, I still like him at Augusta. All right. Well, before before we get to that here, I just want to say, uh, do not sleep on Smiley Kaufman. And I will go so far as to say, I think Kaufman beats Rory in his match. I don't know if he's going to win the group, 
But Smiley Coffin's been playing I, some really, really, you want to watch sneaky yeah, good results yeah. under the radar. Since that win in Vegas, you expect to step back, and he has been really solid. Yeah, a ton of power. Yeah, I mean, this young man moves the golf ball. And, uh, yeah, I, I, look, I, I, would be, I would be surprised if he beats Rory, but we know Rory can be a bit inconsistent. Mm -hmm. So that's the issue. So here's my issue with Rory. Now, I, am, I am just bewildered by his comments Sunday at Bay Hill where he is saying, Basically, I'm letting mistakes get into my head, and I'm letting them linger, and they're compounding themselves mm -hmm. for holes and holes. He had six double bogeys at Bay Hill, the most he's had in any PGA Tour event, four on the weekend. He had a pair of 75s. It was vintage Rory going 75, 65, all the way across the board. But we're only two weeks away from Augusta National, which is the ultimate carnival act in terms of a place that they can just get in your head and compound mistakes and no one knows that better than rory <laughs> yeah. on that back nine i am really concerned about his his mental framework and how much he is letting it affect him where he brings it up in post-round press conferences listen it was in i was in my own head this week and it showed in the result okay uh, yes you're right and that self-awareness is there but remember in 2014 we were talking about friday collapses we and rory mcelroy was shooting 77 78 and he said i was he said the kind of the same thing i'm letting these rounds get out of control and yes it's starting to get into my head well at the open championship a major championship friday 66 and go on no more friday problems the rest of 2014 for rory mack he's able to correct these things quickly and that's what i like he about better rory. be well I, you know got, he, he better weeks. be you, I, there's no question about that i i like you said i I see it, but he's aware of it, and he's he's too good and he's too great a champion to not overcome it. And and great champions doesn't mean they don't have issues and they don't have that. But what they're really good at is recognizing it and fixing it. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of torn here in that. I, I think I, I I think I'm somewhere down the middle, which I I don't like being. Like you mentioned, the self awareness and everything. But I'm, then I, that's where I fall in. <laughs> you applaud his self-awareness, and his self-awareness scares the crap out of me. You, it's, you know, it's like by, by him saying these things makes me think, you think it's good that he's aware of them and knows what he needs to work on. I look at it as, you're Rory McIlroy. How the hell, two weeks before the Masters, are you even having these thoughts? Everybody like does, I, though. No, I know it. But, I, but like that he was so open, and, and I'm not hammering him for being open because, I look, I love it. We all love it. Gives us stuff to talk about. But I thought, man, you're... You're one of the top four or five guys. You're going for the career slam. You're doing all this, and you're telling me that a double bogey is getting you sideways. That you just get, you're Rory McIlroy. Yeah, Your best is better than everybody. It gets everybody sideways. It, uh, what I like is it's somebody that says, "Oh, nothing's wrong," and they're the, you know that's whistling past the graveyard. And he's he not doing that. Yeah, he's I, not doing that. I, I know. I, I just I just thought, man, you're you're Rory. You're yeah, we're going to the, we're going to the Masters, man. Like you're you're gonna make it. You you're probably gonna make a double bogey at the Masters. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and yeah. what are you going to do? How are you, you're going if you react towards a double bogey at the Masters anyway? Like you're saying, you reacted to one at Bay Hill, which is not too far down the road. You got no shot at winning. But he, what he's saying is, and, and as a player, I'm going to tell you what he's saying is: the next double bogey I make, I'm not going to let it get in my head. I'm going to say I'm too good for this, and I'm going to go back to being Rory McIlroy that you're talking about. But all players have these little, you know. I mean, nobody's perfect like that, and I'm, these things went on with. Tiger Woods, too. Yeah, he just didn't, just didn't know. It. But he just didn't yeah. tell us. Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will see. Rory, either way, he's certainly one of the Masters favorites. But another Masters favorite in this pod uh, is Mr. Florida Swing himself, Adam mm -hmm. Scott. Mm -hmm. So in the sixth group, we got Scott, Bill Haas, Chris Wood, Thomas Peters. Put, put Scott it? on the tee on Saturday. Boom. Done. 
Book him. Scott's got a tea time Saturday. I, no, no worries about Bill Haas. Nope. I feel, I feel that way too. I feel like it's. I, I feel like it's Scott. We've just seen too much over the last, over his last three tournaments to think that it could be anyone else. I mean, Bill Haas, I guess, would be, would be the obvious next pick. But I don't feel. It's too inconsistent. I don't feel all that strong about it. Too you inconsistent. Know? Bill Haas. I, you yeah, never really feel that strong about Bill Haas anyway. No. Nice guy. I love, well, I love the guy. Exactly. Wins more than you think. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Still a very Bill Haas. Good career. Still Bill Haas. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's look at uh, the final quadrant here, headlined by Bubba Watson up in Group 4. you got Bubba, J.B. Holmes, Emiliano Grillo, and Patton Kaziri. What, uh, what stands out there? Grillo won the Fries.com Open to start the season. J.B. Holmes, Bubba Watson is going to be a match that has an average drive but, of 700 yards. I pronounce it Kazire. Yeah. Kazire, go for okay. it. Yeah, Patton that's Kazire. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, I, we only I, have to know how to spell it correctly. Yeah, on the yeah that's right. That's true. But, you um, need to know how to pronounce it, yeah. not spell it. We need to know how to spell it, not pronounce it. Okay, does Bubba get in Bubba's own way? <laughs> that's the question every week. Every week. Every week. And you talk about self-awareness. What is he? He says, I'm a mental case sometimes. He, he admits it. I mean, I that's what I applaud. I mean, and he's working on it, and he's trying to get better. Right. Bubba has but to, when he shows up at Augusta, like, like uh, you don't, like, I think it. I think he is he's slinging around any corner around there. Oh, yep. please. Oh, he's I would put he's not odds on favorite right now, but he I, I think he's Close. third yeah. or, or yeah, whatever. But I if you don't have him uh, yeah. on a short list at Augusta, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're something's something. wrong with you. But right here, I don't know. Patton Kazire, watch out. The, oh, yeah. the young man has got a great demeanor. He's a fantastic putter. I go back to great putting, wins match play, and he's a long hitter, too. I mean, he can't quite keep it with JB and Bubba, but he's not far behind him. And he truly has nothing to lose. No! I mean, he's got to win, win the group. To, he's one of the seven no. guys that has an outside shot of making the Masters. But I, all I those get guys that. I get an outside shot, but but really, there's nothing to lose. No. He's not. He's nobody's expecting here. him to beat all those other guys, so he can go out and yeah. just sort of wing it. Yeah, why not? And just try to just kind of do his thing, stay in his lane, and hope that it works out. Some of the sometimes those guys are the most dangerous. The guys that really yeah. mean nothing mm -hmm. to lose. Uh, one last one before we go. I just want to take a quick look at Ricky Fowler in uh, Group Five. You got Ben on who won the BMW yeah. PGA. Yeah. And then you got Scott Piercy and uh, Jason Duffner. Very interesting first round match there. Our first day match of Fowler and Duffner on Wednesday. Any thoughts there, Trip? Uh, look, uh, Duffner, a great ball striker with the issues been uh, the putting from the distance from me <laughs> to you. Uh, it, that's solved. Yeah. And, you know, I, he putted brilliantly in his win at the Career Builder. Um, he's he's kind of got the personal issues behind him, and, and that, was, that was distracting him as well away from the golf course. Uh, you talk about unflappable demeanor. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's not going to smile the whole day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got to think Ricky is just so solid. And again, I, I, Ricky's in my top five going into Augusta. I just Definitely. think he's uh, he's just too good right now. He's too confident. And I, it was unusual though to watch uh, some uncharacteristic. Uh, poor iron play out of him uh, at the Honda Classic. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I just it wasn't what I expected. And um, look, he'll get with Butch. He'll fix that. Yeah. But I I gotta lean towards Ricky out of this group. Yeah, I think so too. And I'm more I'm just more interested to see how Ricky plays for the reasons you mentioned. I'm not, I'm not worried about him, but I'd like to see him string together three pretty good 
three, yep. three pretty good rounds just to feel better about him mm -hmm. yeah. at Augusta because you're because right, I am surprised at what happened at the Honda. Yeah. I didn't think it would happen. The victory overseas earlier in the year and yeah. everything came back. Sort of had that tournament and through two rounds and just just sort of was hit started hitting it all over the place. Didn't look that good. So just sort of to see Ricky fine tune it all. Right this week heading into the Augusta just to guarantee that he's sort of another guy that we watch. Every there. little bit of momentum will help. Well, the match play is not the only golf going on this week inside the ropes. We also have the Puerto Rico Open, which has a couple of sneaky headliners, and Ian Poulter and Luke Donald both heading to Puerto Rico. Uh, and then the LPGA has the Kia Classic in Carlsbad, California. So before we go, guys, let's get some thoughts and some predictions. Who's taking home the hardware on Sunday? Wow, golly, you're going to put, put you me on the there. Spot. You're going to put me there right off the bat. I, you know, I, I, uh, golly, I got to think about this. I, I'm going with um, Adam Scott won two in a row. I'm going to go with Jason Day. Ooh, oh, okay. Jason Day's going to win two in a row. Really? If, if we Adam Scott we can welcome do our it. new Australian overlords. There just, we go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm, I'm just going to stick with the trend. Hmm. Australians win in two. I, two I think we see something like a Jordan Spieth, Danny Willett final. Okay. Or something that, like that, very likely. And, Good. which I would I would sign up for right sure. now. And I don't know who win, I don't know who wins, but I that, I kind of like both those guys in the final to, to pick up a little more. Steam. I kind of like Ricky. I'm looking at this bracket, I kinda, I think Ricky's gonna make a run. Right. Uh, and the last before we go, Jay, how far are the Hoosiers going? <laughs> they not much further than they are right now. <laughs> I don't know. I, my wife, my wife doesn't listen. To, has told me she doesn't listen to this podcast, which is no surprise. Um, so I can I can say that comfortably. Okay. I mean, if I knew she was listening, I would say they've oh, got they're another win couple it. more. Yeah. Yeah. They have the ability to beat North Carolina. It's not it's not going to happen. Any other thoughts on on March Madness brackets? Terror, terror of mine. <laughs> there it goes. That's pretty much it. Thanks, Michigan State. Appreciate it all. All right. Uh, well, Trip Eisenhower, thank you for classing up the joint here. Jay, <laughs> thanks for showing up at least. Uh, get your brackets in on GolfChannel.com. Don't be afraid of picking upsets because you know it's going to happen. For Trip and Jay, I'm Will. We'll see you next week, and we'll recap the match play. Look forward to Houston. And, hey, two weeks from the Masters. It's going to be here soon. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.